0: For a
1: Waffle
2: Butt Media Podcast.
1: What's poppin' Schwag Nation? Welcome to this episode of the Schwagcast. I am your host, Sam Schwegler. And like always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Also, please write a review on iTunes because you know those reviews is what really matters, along with those subscriptions. So if you're a first-time listener, you're a first-time subscriber, and that makes me like you a lot uh, very, very, very lot. And if you have any questions, you know, you can always email the shwagcast at gmail.com or the Schweggcast on Twitter. It's at the shwagcast or even contact me directly at Sam Schwegler and I'll see how fast I can get back to you. We'll see. Sometimes it's a trick to how much I do get on Twitter and, uh, how much you should be, uh, checking me out. And uh, this show is also proudly uh, a Waffle Butt Media podcast. Waffle Butt Media just has some great shows right there. Passionate people doing some passionate podcasting right there. I think that's the slogan. Uh, the One of the best ones we got right now is Bruising the Boys, a Dallas Cowboys podcast hosted by Michael Sizemore, a great podcast. If you're into football, or into the Dallas Cowboys specifically. But if you're just into football in general, it's a great podcast to listen to. And you can also check out America the Podcast, the most political show out there, with The Bastard, a uh, former, I guess, uh, lobbyist for the Republican Party. But uh, I'm not sure what he is exactly up to right now. Maybe we should get him back on the show, and we can talk to him and see what is going on with him. On the show today, I got Aaron Shilb to talk— and talk about some cool stuff Aaron just recently moved to nashville and we go on a wild conversation of where uh we go we actually talk a lot about our favorite curse words and uh so this is probably the most swearing you will ever get in a schwedcast ever and probably it's lifetime i doubt we'd ever because we were intentionally just kind of swearing like we would like go back and correct ourselves so we could swear some more. He also tells this really great story about Paul McCartney trolling like thousands of guitar players on one of his shows. And so you actually don't want to miss that. If anything, you're just listening to the podcast just for that funny line. Uh, That's the best thing you could actually possibly do, to be honest. And so he's pretty great. And so you're not going to want to touch the dial when he gets on the show. And so, yeah. And so I don't have anything specific I want to talk about in music right now. It's been pretty slow. Last time I talked about Tom Petty, n- not too much really has been going on. I've been trying to keep up with what's going on, but it has been rather slow. I'm kind of waiting for that Taylor Swift album to drop next month. Uh, You'll, Many people get to hear me on that. People always ask me in my opinions on that new Taylor Swift single, Look What You Made Me Do. And honestly, I'm like, do you really want to go into this right now? Do you really want me to actually go in depth with what I'm about to say, which I will on this podcast when the album comes out. I do want to give those of you who listen to that the honors of getting to hear that ramblings. But other than that, you know, I went a little kickback today. I listened to Jimmy's World feature album. A lot of people's favorite Jimmy's World album is Bleed American because has the middle on it, and that album is good, and I love that album. But to me, it doesn't hit me as hard as Futures does. Futures is probably, actually probably, probably one of my top ten favorite albums of all time. And so, you know, I've just been kicking back with that today. And uh, seeing what else we we'll listen to. If you yeah, if you have any suggestions of music I should check out, uh, just hit us up on Twitter, at the Uh I will be more than happy to actually go and check that out and see uh, what's going on there. This... Episode of the Shwedcast is proudly sponsored by Lyft. The free Lyft app gets used as a ride in-minute, on-demand, 24-7 for less than the cost of a cab. When you use promo code schwedcast when signing up, you get a $50 ride credit towards your first few rides. Again, that is promo code SHWEDCAST, and you get that $50 ride credit. And uh, it's going to be really great. I have my friend Micah, Marty, and Tyler coming into town in Nashville. And these are guys I went to school with in college. Go Mules, for those of you who care, where I went to college at. We did, we're going to do, we might just drink a lot, you know, that's what bros do when they're in town, they just kind of drink a lot together. We don't want to actually have to drive while any of us are intoxicated, and so that's where we're going to get Lyft, and I live in such a great location that Lyft is easily accessible, it's actually easily accessible, like, wherever you are in this crazy, crazy world, and you know what, you really get the benefit of it. And you get a really great driver to talk to. I always like to sit passenger seat when I take a lift by myself. And I always just like to talk to the driver, you know, just, you know, chat them up and see kind of like pick their brain. And they always tell me how great it is to work for Lyft, And that's why nine out of 10 Lyft drivers get a five star rating when you ride with them. So you got to go get to Lyft and use that promo code shredcast and get that ride credit or else like, what are you doing with your life? This episode of the Schwedcast is also proudly sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid is the service that gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. They get your music on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many more. This is great for original music and also covers as well. DistroKid gets you the license you need for those covers, and actually DistroKid is what I use to distribute my music, so I can actually personally say (laughs) how great they are and that I love using this product it only costs $20 a year and you keep 100% of the earnings that you make with DistroKid you get a 7% discount off your first year by going to distrokid.com slash vip slash that's distrokid.com slash vip slash and for those of you who didn't jot that down really quick the link is in the description of this episode. So wherever you listen to podcasts, ask, you will be able to actually see it. So let us me stop rambling and let's get on with my conversation with Aaron. And don't touch that dial and remember to stay awesome. is set up right now but it kind of yeah it's good for like a small uh overdub room okay because it was like that at uh i had to go to the decision should i get an eight input like medium i think i had like was it 500 to 700 dollars budget for a new interface and so i was like uh it was like a scarlet two eight 18, nine, mm-hmm. twenty or something like that or the apollo twin and i was like I'll just go to the Apollo twin, and like, and then you can extend it. So yeah, for a few, it's good can, for the future. So thinking ahead. So a yeah, little bit. you
0: can build off of what mm-hmm. you got now. Yeah. Instead of having to completely replace your entire setup later.
1: Yeah, I've had like very few moments where I've actually needed more than two.
0: Yeah, I've been doing yeah. all of my tracking at my house with two channels. Yeah, for you don't years.
1: Need, You definitely don't need more than two if you're, especially if you're demoing. So. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard really, yeah, I've heard decent stuff out of like, because I was using what, I have like an M track right there. It mm. was like a hundred dollar thing. I just use it for like a MIDI. It's not a MIDI controller. What is can it Can you called? do
0: like beat mapping and stuff with it?
1: Yeah. I use it for the keyboard because the keyboard's kind of just a digital piano. Not yeah. much anything special, but I hook it up and that way I can do like synths and stuff like that. Oh, like that's the MIDI. awesome. And so I don't have to worry about
0: that. And so it makes it good there. So My MIDI keyboard broke and my move down here. Oh, what kind of was it? It was, it was, it was a trash Yamaha little one that I got when I first moved here, or uh, mm-hmm. when I when I first got out of college and before, right yeah. before I moved here, and um, I tracked all of my synths on my last album mm-hmm. on it, and then um, <laughs> I had to move out of my apartment before yeah. I moved here, and uh, it fell off of the truck. On to the asphalt and just
1: like when you opened it up.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was like, well, you're driving, it's just like.
1: No, no I just had it sitting
0: on the roof. Yeah, oh yeah, just casual. You, you tie it.
1: Was it like Elvis's <laughs> bass player? Go like back in the day. Yeah. Because they didn't have like big huge vehicles, I guess, like they do now. They had to like tie the bass, <laughs> the
0: upright to like the. Throw the roof. straps over the like top I of it. My God,
1: that had to be bad for everything. God,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, back in the day, before there was bus tours.
1: Mm-hmm. But now Elvis has no, not Elvis. um... Paul McCartney apparently has, like, Elvis' old bass player's bass. Does he really? Yeah, and he, like, made it a left hand.
0: Paul McCartney mm-hmm. was the greatest concert I've ever seen in my entire it? life.
1: Okay. What? So, like, what, how did it go? Like,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I saw him in 2014, Okay, and it was the last show of his one leg of the tour, and mm-hmm. he played for three hours without leaving the stage. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It was incredible. -hmm. Um, he when he played Blackbird, it was towards the end. Um, Mm -hmm. the stage rose up and like the lights came down and everything. Mm -hmm. He built this like house over the stage, and the rest of the band walked away. And then he played it and he just holds his hand up and says, Shut up, stop talking. (laughs) And then he goes, Raise your hand if you know how to play my song. (laughs) And And then thousands of people there were probably 20,000 people in the stadium, Mm -hmm. everyone raised their hand, including myself. And um, he goes, "You're all playing it wrong." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like this weird uh, finger thing he does with Blackbird that I, I knew, learned to did the new position when I like when I ever want to play it. Yeah, because it's like because it's like, it's like some it's some weird thing you have to like switch strings. I'm like, yeah, I hated that, so I just rearranged it. So yeah, he probably just <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably wrong. He yeah. does, like, this weird thing with his right hand. It's like a flick or something like mm-hmm. that. And so I can never do that right. So
0: Is that the same thing John Mayer does in a lot of his playing style, too? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it's John Mayer. He can
0: John Mayer does thumbs yeah, it's like a, everything. It's
1: like a like you pick it, like, finger pick it, mm-hmm. but then you also, like, strum it at one point yeah. or something like that. I can't remember the – I don't know the technical term, but I can't do it. I can't do it either. Yeah, so I'm not, like, finger picking. I could, like – if you told me a part to finger pick and then, like, I could, like, read yeah. it and, like, play with the pick – easier than I can do it like finger pick yeah it's so much easier my
0: whole playing style has turned into finger picking since I went to the University of uh, Central Missouri Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it's so it's so yeah I don't know it's so comping like sometimes it's easier electric but like acoustic I don't know why so I do like the complete opposite of what everyone does where I just like comp with Mm -hmm. I like finger pick when I comp and then like everything else I use a pick
0: yeah yeah I uh I've busted my index finger so many times Mm -hmm. trying to play or something, and then it'll start, like, bleeding from Mm -hmm. underneath the nail. Yeah. Oh, God. I was playing a show the other day and did that, and Mm -hmm. it started bleeding onto the face of the guitar. Oh. It it looked awful. And then after the show, this girl came up. She's like, oh, my God. Are you okay? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, you were bleeding onto your guitar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. I've never had it bleed. I've like I try to like grow it out to do the finger picking, and then the index finger always has like this. It grows out a little bit, and then yeah. has like this weird indent, and so it's like not even oh, worth yeah, it. Oh yeah, that's
0: exactly what's happening mm-hmm. here. It's like I got this weird indent from where my thumb covers yeah. half of the nail.
1: I think yeah. I don't know. I don't even. <laughs> I clip my nails like twice a week, so it's like they grow too fast. Yeah. It's like the one thing you don't want to grow, grows too fast.
0: <laughs> People see them and they're like. Why? Why don't you cut your fingernails?
1: No people. No people like look at me. like, "Do you just like chew off your nails?" I'm like, no, I just no. like clip them to like the, as bare as I can. <laughs> I'm like, I can't because it will grow back in like two days. I like yeah. just do like a normal trim like normal people do.
0: Yeah. So yeah. What's that like? So like, normal. What like? Yeah. Cutting, cutting your fingers normally like a regular person. But now I
1: think. But now I think like nails are gross. They. Oh yeah, the fuck. I think. Gross. I think like ac- especially acrylic nails. Can we curse? Yeah, we can curse I Oh god. That. Okay. I fuck don't. Yeah, want, I don't want to be that guy. Christian listeners listen to this, so we can curse. So, yeah, apparently we're big in that scene. All right. So, yeah, you just cuss all you want. I don't care.
0: (laughs) I can do that. Yeah, just do whatever you want. I remember growing up. What got me into uh, both cursing and music was Guitar Hero. Yeah. Because saying "Gosh darn it" wasn't good enough when I couldn't beat mm-hmm. Freebird.
1: Well, for yeah, for me it was like I couldn't like you're not supposed to because It was so taboo. Then now I do, it and it's like you know this really doesn't hurt anyone. Like you <laughs> got because now you're an adult and you like know when to like you, you can know curse when it's appropriate. like like casual conversations you can curse, and then like when you're like working like a normal schmo job or like you can't just be this like This
0: asshole mm. cut me off on the highway. And there, you can't just say, yeah, this, this jerk cut me off. It's not the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. It doesn't equate, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have that huge release off your shoulders when you say, like, hmm, huh? that was rude of him. Mm-hmm. No, none it's of like that. It's like
1: the meaning of it. It's like, well, if you say, well, fuck, like when something bad happens, like. It's like.
0: it's <laughs> What is your favorite curse word?
1: Um, Shit, probably. Shit's mine. <laughs> shit, yeah, because it's just so easy, because it's like. Because it means poop, so yeah, obviously it's funny. Yeah. regardless, so he's like <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I like my my favorite thing to call someone who uh, if I'm not cursing is a stupid idiot because they're not only an idiot, they're a, they're a stupid mm-hmm. idiot. But yeah. then like I I don't curse at people much. It's most yeah. of the time like I'll stub my toe and be like motherfucker.
1: Yeah, it's stuff like that, it's like stubbing toes and stuff like that. It's never Paper like, cuts. You know, it's like yeah, I don't really call people. Except for my friends, I sometimes call my friend faggots. Faggots or shitheads. Yeah, well, but like it's weird because like now when you think about when you call someone a faggot, you're not calling them a homosexual. You're you're calling them it's like a fuckboy, like you're. My
0: my roommate is gay and he called his brother a faggot. Yeah, like I would call. He's it. like he's like I gotta own my own word, and I'm like, damn right.
1: It's like uh, the N word that no, we we can't that's we can say that that's the one. one where I just that's run, off
0: that's off limits past, for us.
1: There's like there's a line and that's past that. That's past. The, you say Wigga because that's about equality. Saying Wigga? Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah, it's like white. Like uh, gang- uh, yeah. that. Yeah, it's like a white version. <laughs> it's a it's a whole it's a whole get woke situation. Oh my God,
0: getting woke. Get yeah. woke.
1: Yeah, we can have a whole segment about yeah, the even, equality
0: of saying Wigga. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you can I, say
1: Nibba. I've heard that. That one's Nibba? okay. Nibba. Nibba. N-I-B-B-A. Oh, my
0: God. It's like how white people can get around it. How white people get around being mm-hmm. racist just a little bit. Yeah. But not actually. Well,
1: no, it's just like when you're trying to be cool. Like, What's well, so up, my Nibba? And they're like, <laughs> what did
0: you say? And you're like, don't worry. We're good. I didn't say it.
1: hmm Well, yeah, but... Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I've never – but a lot of people say, like, faggot, and, like, I don't think that means, like, homosexuals anymore, which is really funny. And, like, a lot of times you call them, well, that's gay, and, like, you don't mean homosexual.
0: So My it's roommate like, says that. He's, that I, w- I went to uh, – I forget where it was. I went to some store the other day, and I was like, should I get this cardigan? He goes, you're acting pretty gay right that's now. Pretty gay. And I was like, you're gay? And he goes, yeah, I don't act like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> But uh,
1: what was the what was a good thing. Yeah, but anytime he says anything like with another boy or something it's like, yeah, we're going to go out, we're going to get curtains or whatever and we're like, "Well, that's gay." Well, that's gay. <laughs> you got to you just got to like use it. you got to use it casually when it makes sense but not necessary.
0: Yeah, it's like a soft curse word. That's gay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it doesn't mean homosexual. <laughs> but it's weird no, cuz you don't not. no one I think words are changing now.
0: Absolutely they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you can say stuff like that like you're not going to go say paint the town red anymore just yeah. turns a phrase like that are gone and then the uh, like I was doing a co-write the other day mm-hmm. and uh the woman I was writing with her name is Jan Buckingham and mm-hmm. I think she's 69 or 70 years old and she goes what are young people calling getting drunk right now and I said people call it getting lit <laughs> and she yeah. goes she goes like a match and I was like
2: yeah. sure
0: yeah
1: like a match oh yeah getting lit it's like was it and get ready for Christmas this year because it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. It's going to be litmus.
0: Litmus. <laughs> like, get ready for litmus. I'm going to have my litmus tree.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Christmas is going to be lit. Um, What is it? in fam. I started saying fam. I started saying fam. I say
0: fam all the time. I
1: started saying it ironically. Now I use it in my Do everyday you really? vocabulary. You, you
0: passed casual conversational yeah, fam I was like, What's up, to fam? ironic fam. What's up, fam? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I used to think it was stupid, so I said
0: it ironically. I, say, I only say it to people who I'm not related to.
1: Mm-hmm. What's up, fam? fam? <laughs> I say it when I see my parents are like, what's up, family? What's up
0: fam? I call my dad Big Papa. Mm. I don't think he knows who Biggie is, but Big Biggie smalls. I don't know. think he knows. No one probably knows who Biggie. No, but I say, What's up, Big Papa? That was in the
1: nineties. A different <laughs> time back then.
0: <laughs> God, yeah. Uh moved here in July. Mm-hmm. So this has been the best thing I've ever so done. So yeah, he was
1: like eight hours. How far is Columbia? Seven from here?
0: hours from Columbia, seven ish hours from Columbia here. Mm-hmm. I've okay. actually never driven here and not hit bad traffic on twenty four.
1: True, yeah. Well, what is it twenty four? It's depends on which way you're going.
0: I come down through St. Louis to Cave Girardeau, Missouri. Okay. And then go through Paducah mm-hmm. and down to Nashville.
1: Because I've gone when I've gone to Missouri, because either go to Warrensburg, Kansas City, or mm-hmm. Kirksville, and so I go to go through Columbia, then I go to St. Louis, yeah, and then through Illinois, mm-hmm. through Kentucky. And I drive as fast as I can through Kentucky.
0: Kentucky is the worst.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan. No, it's uh, it, there's a there's some problems. Um, don't go to a Cracker Barrel in Kentucky. That will be the worst mistake of your life.
0: <laughs> oh my God! I saw this thing on Facebook the other day about um, how the new iPhone costs like a thousand dollars. It's like why buy the iPhone when you can buy the entire Cracker Barrel? Yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> I kind of want to do that. I, I I
1: don't know. I wouldn't spend. Because then I don't know what to do with all the food, you know? How
0: many biscuits and gravy do you think you could eat?
1: Like 10?
0: 10? I think that's an appropriate number. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, wait a minute. Are we talking about like full biscuits or are we talking like you split it in half? and?
0: We're going to well, talk about portion. split it in half sons.
1: Okay. So, okay, yeah. Like if you do like one, two, three, four, ten. Yeah. yeah. I could do ten.
0: Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah, you're not talking 20 half. because
1: like, was it carbs? Like it takes more to fill you up? Whatever you do, like a fats diet, it's less. It sounds because it sounds bad that fats are bad, but like but they're actually great. <laughs> fats are actually okay for you because sh- processed sugar is what's bad for you. Sugar is what's sugar bad. is the worst, like actual bad sugar. Yeah. And then like fruit that has natural sugar, so that's I mean that's fine. And then carbs are good for you, but they're like what you use for energy. So if you're trying to lose yeah, weight naturally, carbs are like the worst thing to do. Yep.
0: So don't eat carbs.
1: Carbs will make you fat, but they won't make you unhealthy.
0: Carbs will make you happy.
2: They will
1: make you happy, too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because if you do like a keto diet, I'm trying to work on a keto diet and so like you can... What's that? It's basically all fats, no carbs or sugar. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which the car- which you'd be surprised, the carbs are the worst part. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I can give up soda, and so that's
0: fine. I, that's- I don't care for soda anyways. Yeah, I'm,
1: yeah, I'm okay. I gave that up. Um, and then Yeah, it's like carbs, so like Apparently, french fries fall in that category. Oh, that's, that's, the, the, that's worst. the worst.
0: Mm-hmm. God, french fries and cheese. Cheese is good, though. Cheese is good?
1: Yeah, cheese is like, because it's fats-based. Dairy is good. Like, all dairy, all meat is good. And Have so, you heard of people
0: doing the whole 20?
1: Mm-hmm. It's Ugh. something similar to that, but with how keto works. So, it'll let you lose weight. The only problem is, so, since your body only eats fats... And so that's what your body's going to start burning. Yeah. Because with carbs, when you eat carbs, your body burns that first and sugars, the like fruit sugars and stuff mm-hmm. like that, your body burns that first. And then after that, you get then so your body so once you, you still have to exercise and you still have to count calories. Like yeah. this isn't like the easy like
0: just do this and you There's like, none of that just lose 20 pounds in a month. And you're like, nah.
1: Well, from like Bad News Bears, was like, he, that kid went on the Atkins diet. He's like, I can eat as many hot dogs as I want. No buns. No buns. So he's just like pounding down like tons of hot dogs. No one gets that reference. No one has ever No got, one knows. I, no one remembers the uh, Billy Bob Thornton Bad News Bears. Like everyone's just like, erase it from their memory erase except for
0: me. Completely, yeah.
1: It's like, if there's a Mandela uh, effect that only happened, it was me. <laughs> Like, that one, that was the only one that's ever affected me. Yeah. Like, Bernstein Bears, I'm like, I didn't really pay attention to books when I was a kid.
0: When, oh my god, I when I was in second grade, I remember reading a Bernstein Bears book. Bernstein, Bernstein? Yeah, Bernstein. Bernstein. Bernstein bears. Bernstein um, Bears. I was a goody two-shoes in second grade because I went to a private school. Yeah. So, I opened up this book of Bernstein Bears, and the little girl bear talks to the little boy bear and says, shut up. And I took it to my teacher, and I was like, this is a cuss word. <laughs> you need to white it out. And my teacher goes, yeah, of course. And then just takes the book away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's just like...
0: I, I, was, I was that kid.
1: Coming from my mom who teaches first grade, like, kids come tell her the dumbest thing. He's like, all right. And then she just ignores it.
0: <laughs> what What is acceptable for kids to say? When does it become okay for a kid to say fuck?
1: I think... I don't know if it's, like, acceptable. It's, like, learning when to say mm. it and when not to say it. Okay. And that's the whole... Your point of, yeah. Because it was like, adults, because like, you can say whatever you want. You just have to like learn when to not say
0: it. Do you remember where you learned cuss words? South Park. South Park? <laughs> Third grade, South Park. I learned mine in a Burger King play place. Just... Someone wrote them all in Sharpies inside the ball pit. I
1: like. I like how... I wonder how old they had to be, like to like go into
0: the ball pit. To go into the ball pit with the sharpie, with the wherewithal to write the curse the, words the With the awareness to you know these words are funny. Mm, I'm gonna go teach another kid curse bad words. words.
1: <laughs> and like you know, parents aren't going in there, so no. it's like no one, no one knows, and it's safe. You know, it's never been cleaned it's ever. Tr- no, never. Like no, you one's cleaning in the those balls in there. are
0: vaguely sticky.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Front. It's like you jump in and it hurt like hell.
0: <laughs> because you don't stop on the balls. You just go straight to the bottom. Because mm-hmm, the balls are like
1: half <laughs> its like half air, just like hard plastic.
0: Do you remember those giant bouncy ball pits in like McDonald's, the ones that had the balls that were like three feet wide? Did you ever see those? They sound familiar. Oh, my gosh. There was one at the McDonald's down the street from my house growing mm. up, and there were these four giant squares, and it was its own room. And there were four giant balls. Mm-hmm. They looked like exercise balls. Four giant balls. It made it all the more homosexual when we've got eight little boys in there.
1: Yep, all eight, <laughs> eight boys. What color were they?
0: Red. Dang it! I thought I hoped they were blue. <laughs> I was I was hoping w- they were blue. Hoping they were blue, right? Yeah, Maybe I guess appropriate red makes for the thirteen-year-old boys. I guess boys. no.
1: I guess McDonald's color scheme is yellow. I just think red because of <laughs> Ronald.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because yeah, I guess Ronald is not yeah. He's probably out of work now because no one likes clowns anymore.
0: No. Did you see It?
1: (laughs) No, I've been wanting to. But it's like you don't want to go to the movie. Okay, I'll just go by myself. No, I'm not going to go see a horror movie by myself. I went to
0: see a horror movie by myself.
1: Yeah, that's where I draw it. What time (laughs) of night? Did did you go at night or at, like, uh, matinee?
0: I went to a night showing. Okay. I'm not going to be the the 23-year-old going into a 4 p.m. matinee of It. I'm not going to be that guy. Well, see, I have some self-respect.
1: Well, for me, it's like, I feel like it's less sad for me to go like in the afternoon to a movie <laughs> really? It's just like I gotta pass some time. When it's at night, it's like this is my evening. This plan. is I like, planned
0: on doing this. <laughs> I know. This is my I, planned <laughs> I bought this. my ticket in advance to come here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, want to see? I heard the kid from Stranger Things is good.
0: Um, I will say he he's great. There's too much comic relief in the movie. Mm-hmm. It it kind of sucked. You mean me a movie
1: about clowns? <laughs>
0: um, I'm not scared easily, and it did get me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause
1: I just laugh when I get scared.
0: Really? So, yeah, that's how I'm gonna die. The people behind. That's how you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be in a car crash. Or what something? was it
1: the best? The best thing is, I was like, I only own a gun. That way, if someone breaks into my house, I can shoot myself, so I don't have to talk <laughs> to them. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that's the best just, thing. Just I've to heard avoid all human day. interaction
1: at all, <laughs> but yeah, I bought like one of those like car ba- like jump start batteries, mm-hmm. like just to keep my car just in case, just so I don't have to talk to anyone to jump to start my car.
0: It is the worst. Mm-hmm. I, my battery died when I was at a Sonic drive-in once, and I asked four people, and they all said no to jumping my car i
1: always like if someone asks me to jump their car i'm like yeah sure
0: yeah sure you're having a bad day let's mm-hmm. help out
1: because i believe in that like karma not like the more my name is earl karma where it's like you should do good things because that might like happen might good things happen to you more like we shouldn't like expect to do it for that but mm-hmm. like just do it because that way because if it's just like you say no
0: and then all of a sudden your car dies. your car battery dies and then he's like oh well, you jump me and like Go fuck yourself.
1: And now, yeah, now that I have a battery, I feel obligated. Now, it's like if I just see someone, their like battery's not working, be like, nope all right. It. That way, I don't have to move my. Co- that so, there's two. Yeah, I'm
0: you like, don't have to do it. Even better. Um, I got off of work once uh, when I was in college. I worked a 12-hour shift. It mm-hmm. was like nine at night. It was dark, and my battery died. Mm-hmm. And my coworker jumped my battery, and I was like, "All right, I'll go to Walmart tomorrow. Take care of it." Um, then it died again. So I was like, all right, I'll go to Walmart and get it taken care of right now. And, um, I got to the place and I was like, how much? like, how long does it take to change a battery? And they're like, well, we're closing in seven minutes. I was like, so you, seven minutes. <laughs> I, was, I was like, so can you do it? They're like, you can come back at eight tomorrow morning. And I was like, can <laughs> you sell me the battery? They're like, do you know how to change a battery? I was like, nope. It's not that hard. No, so... I
1: literally watched someone do it. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah, they
0: gave me a toolbox and uh, the battery and said, good luck. <laughs> and uh, I busted my hands up and then at one point my headlights turned on and I don't know why. But uh, long story short, I changed the battery and I got home safe.
1: Yeah.
0: And and the girl die. I was dating at the time got really pissed that I missed her uh, whatever it was. Quinceanera? Uh, yeah, she was, she was turning She's 13. turning her...
1: Is that no? I think Kings and Yers are 15. Oh, I don't, why do I know that? I don't know.
0: <laughs> are you hanging around a lot with the uh, yeah, I'm going a lot of Quinceañeras. Latino Yeah, that your type now? Yeah, it's, <laughs> my type, it's just 15 year olds. Oh, god, they get with yeah, their moms, mm, She's had like 12 that's babies. How you, get in. you You go there and you're like, hmm, your daughter's very cute. I see where she gets it from.
1: No, nah, I always say that to the dad. <laughs>
0: I say, you always <laughs> do, you always do it. I do too. You always do it to her dad. I like, see where she gets her good looks from. You kiss ass to the dad, and mm. then if he likes you. You're you're set.
1: And if you if you also he also doesn't like you, you're probably already set. Or (laughs)
0: Um, a friend of mine uh, texted her dad as a joke the other day, and said uh, that we were getting married, Mm -hmm. and he's like, "How about before you do that, he and I have a talk, and I'll bring my nine millimeter Glock." And I what? sent and I sent him a text and said, "You can leave your little girl pistol at home. Let me show you a real man's gun."
1: I what? Like we're getting married? Did you say pregnant or married? Married. Okay, because getting married that doesn't require a gun. If it's pregnancy, that, that requires, might require a gun. That requires
0: a gun because yeah,
1: <laughs> at least a gun for the child support. That's that's my.
0: <laughs> that's what brings the check home. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. See, that's what see. If I had a kid, I would not pay child support. I'd be like, I'm full. I'm just like playing for it. Like anything, I'm gonna take care of the kid, and you're gonna pay me you're child support.
0: Pay me child support
1: because like I have, I know someone. She she gets child support. Her baby daddy is Mm -hmm. a sleazebag and so like he has to pay child support and like he doesn't get tax refunds tax refunds and can't leave the country wow (laughs) so that kind of guy and uh i'm just like
0: upstanding citizen right some
1: of it like and so like a lot of times you settle out of court and just be like hey just pay for daycare or whatever yeah and then like if they don't want to do that then you have to do it to court and then all of a sudden like you get a decent like something like 700 500 bucks something like that a month i'm like yeah, I would take the child take support because then you just like that pays for all the kids stuff, and then all the money you make is yours. <laughs> you just
0: still get to go hang out. Yeah, you still get to do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> do you think you'd be a cool dad? Uh, I don't know. i I, I want
1: to be the fun parent though. So I already yeah, decided on sure. that. Like, you're gonna be the kids. Freak
0: one. me out though. Like, mm-hmm. I held a baby for the first time last year when my nephew was born, mm-hmm. and um, I was holding him, and my brother goes. He never held a baby before. And it's was like, how can you tell? He goes, because you're not holding his head.
1: And he's like holding him by the foot. It like <laughs> upside <laughs> holding him upside down. down. By his foot.
0: I was pulling Michael Jackson over the edge pulling of the deck. That was, it, was that Paris or was that blanket he was holding? I think it was Paris. Okay. I don't know. We could be wrong. Uh,
1: probably the same, <laughs> same person.
0: But, yeah, I was holding him and I was clearly uncomfortable and... Just like, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I don't have one of these for like a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can hardly afford them. They, they cry pay- when
1: you hold them. You just got to like wait it out. They got to get Easter your scent. God,
0: they cry so much. Mm-hmm. My and, rule, and you can't shake them. That's a no-no.
1: My rule was it with changing diapers. I've never changed a baby's <laughs> diapers. Have I. I. My rule is it has to come out of me this for is- me
0: to change it. <laughs> or I have to be paid. Have you ever shit your pants? Oh, yeah, I've definitely shit my pants. Tell me about the uh, time you shit your pants. Tell me about
1: the time I shit my pants. Uh, basically, it was a fart. I thought it was a fart. <laughs> That's pretty much how they all start.
0: <laughs> you gamble. You don't just you, don't you just gamble sh- in a fart and you lose. You, it's
1: like no one ever, no adult male, like, just shits their pants on, like, on purpose. Like, it's just like, you know what? I'm going to ruin this pair of <laughs> I'm underwear ruin today. my underwear today.
0: They're you, just like, all right, got a fart. Here we go. Oh, wait a minute. My... Uh, My job that I just quit a couple weeks ago was Mm -hmm. at the Nashville Downtown hostel. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't put that on there. Um, Who cares? Um, I quit. But um, a lot of our uh, people are international travelers Mm -hmm. who come to Nashville to get wasted. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Wasted because we're one block from Broadway. Oh. So – They'll drink all day, come home and eat, and then they'll go back out. And then they'll come back at 3.30 with a six-pack and play pool. (laughs) And the things we find in the beds are disgusting. Mystery substances. We hosted a lot of uh, bachelor parties, Mm -hmm. and uh, my job was to do laundry. Mm -hmm.
1: No. That sounds gross.
0: It looked like a guy... uh, Fell onto the concrete, busted his head open, was too drunk to notice, and fell asleep because the whole pillow and like the whole sheet was just, it looked like blood. But there was a nice little earmark where it didn't seep in. Yeah, that's nice. He <laughs> was cute, kind of cute, right?
1: And I, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking of like a hostel is like sleep with your belongings tied to your foot. Tied to your foot.
0: Um, I had a guy, I don't know where he was from, come to the desk and he's like, Are my things safe here? And I was like, yeah, they should be. And he lost his mind. He's like, should be? What <laughs> the fuck do you mean they should be safe? You're running a hostel. You need to make sure everything is safe. And I was like, dude, yeah. you're paying 30 bucks a night. <laughs> what can you expect? You're sleeping in a room with eight strangers. <laughs> this isn't a Holiday Inn. Like, <laughs> he lost his mind. You could,
1: like, mind. get, like, a, what was it? Like, just an Airbnb for, like, the same price. Yeah,
0: you could Airbnb something for that.
1: You just sleep in someone's room, like you, you, hopefully they have a lock on the door. Hopefully
0: they have a lock on the door.
1: And that's all you need to worry about.
0: Yeah, he's like, you should lock up my stuff, and I was like, that's literally not my job. Like, <laughs> I'm—it's not my job to watch after your laptop for two days.
2: It's not, not—they
0: don't pay me enough to handle this shit. He's just like,
1: just <laughs> all right, I need you to be the security guard of all my belongings. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm just going to give you 9.50 an hour to watch all my shit for two days. Or
1: you would be like, all right, you get the top bunk. That way no one's going to climb up and try to get your things. God.
0: What's the worst job you've ever had?
1: Um, let's see. I worked at Target when I first moved here. Ooh. And it wasn't the customers that were bad. It was the people I had to work with. Okay. Yeah, it was... It's pretty, it's pretty awful. Pretty awful. Don't go to the Target in Brentwood, everyone.
0: <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I just went to the Super Target in Smyrna. Mm-hmm. That changed my life.
1: Okay, yeah. I've heard about the Super Targets.
0: It was awesome mm-hmm. because I went and did all my grocery shopping, and then all of a sudden I could go do regular Target shopping. Like, yeah. if I want to get two coffee mugs for $7, yeah. I'm going to do it.
1: I'm always scared from actually having to work there. I'm always scared of the food because, like, half of it's expired. And, like I don't think they, like— <laughs> go by, like, the same food regulations like most stores. You've seen Behind the
0: Matrix Code? Yeah, I've seen, yeah,
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy, like, cold food at Target.
0: I'll buy a frozen pizza.
1: Yeah, nothing, like, too crazy. If you dig in the back far enough, you'll find expired food. (laughs) Literally, if you dig in the back, instead of, like, you know, most stores, you put the old stuff in the front because I don't think they, like, understand how groceries work at Target. (laughs) Like, you think they would, but, like, no, we sell women's clothing and random things you don't need.
0: And then all of a sudden, uh, also expired food.
1: Yeah, and expired food. Just dig in the back, you'll find expired food. I guarantee it. <laughs> Proudly Gosh. not sponsored by Target, this episode. Proudly
0: not sponsored by Target.
1: <laughs> Pretty sure Target is not like me anymore. <laughs> so, but that's okay. Let's see how many th- episodes have you done now? What is this? I think
0: 23,
1: how many? So, yeah, we're this is coming out in like five weeks. That's cool. So I don't need that opened. Oh, look at that!
0: Oh, Whoa! My, oh, nice!
1: My friends send me. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: how many episodes have I done on this show? Um, we're in the twenties. Twenties. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it awesome. can, it can buy alcohol. So that you <laughs> your podcasts can buy are are booze. Years, let's see. Uh, yeah, we're up. Twenty-three. Yeah, this will be twenty-five. Nice. So yeah, this will be the rent-a-car episode. Cool. Mm-hmm. I still can't do that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I can't either.
0: Someone asked me the other day where they could uh, rent a car, and I was like, I don't know. And they're like, uh, you live here. And I was like, I'm en- not old enough to enterprise
1: do it. It's not, I was like, get on
0: Google. Google will know.
1: Yeah, I was like, why don't you Do you not, I love it when, like, older people just, like, don't know how to
0: Google things. Like, my dad once asked me if he could Google cookie recipes. And I was like, yeah. He goes, like, something will show up. I'm like, Yeah a lot of things yeah, probably like millions of results
1: millions of results like <laughs> you can even probably find like pot cookies like you can pot figure cookies. out how to put you can probably find gluten free
0: cookies <laughs> gluten free pot cookies
1: like you could probably figure out how to make it out of play-doh
0: like play-doh could, <laughs> like you could eat it yeah squeeze something out of it like a play-doh fat factory yeah it's just like fr- <laughs> play-doh is dope though like it
1: smelled it's
0: play-doh you always like did you, you actually, ever eat it as a kid no because it said not to eat I it I was that kid Mm-hmm. I ate the Play-Doh. I sniffed mm-hmm. the glue. Mm-hmm. That was me.
1: <laughs> I think I probably sniffed glue. Um, but we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to one of your songs. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more about Play-Doh and other things. Yes. So, stick around and don't touch that dial. Every
2: night I think about the past and i see why it didn't last it's black and white the days and night every night i remember you're gone and i hate to say life goes on i've tried and tried these thoughts i can't hide Why can't we know we're in the good old days before we've left them? Why can't we know that we need to take our time? Because I want to know why I can't go on a day without you. so sweet, so scared. I want to know how to let things grow. Every day I try something new, but all
0: Toxic? Play-Doh is not good for you, and so, it does give a child rampant diarrhea. <laughs> does, it, does it actually give you diarrhea? Um, it comes out kind of red and blue. Okay. It was, so it's like shitting, like shitting an American flag.
1: Well, it's like if you eat anything that's like weird food coloring, it's going to come out like red and blue.
0: Oh my God. I remember the first time I did that. It was uh, when the first Scooby-Doo movie came out back <laughs> in the early 2000s. <laughs> Dairy Queen had this green blizzard. Mm-hmm. And... I ate the whole thing naturally, and um, then I took a big green shit, and I lost my mind, and I called my grandma, and I was like, Grandma, I just pooped green. What happened? And she came into the bathroom. She's and like just pulled, looking at your shit. She took, she took a fork and pulled it out, and was like, oh, my God, what did you do? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I ate. Jesus. She goes, oh, we were at Dairy Queen, weren't we? You ate that green thing, and I was like, Oh yeah, she go. Oh, I just touched your shit.
1: Was I remember the blues clues applesauce would just make your poop blue, like it just straight up like, what is this? What is this? Because you know it's just regular applesauce <clears throat> with blue dye because they're trying to sell to kids. Like,
0: Did you uh, ever have the colored ketchup from Burger King? I think so. It was like green. The green stuff. I don't remember what my poop color was. But. I don't either.
1: But yeah, Powerade always makes my shit green.
0: Okay, let's talk about the colors of uh, Powerade and Gatorade because people are like, mm, "This is fruit punch" or "This is Arctic Blast." You yeah, like them by the colors? I'm like, "Fuck that! It's red. That's blue." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not into calling it. This is Fresh Mountain Burst, and I'm like, "No, that's green."
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know why. Any, I don't know anyone who actually calls it by like the flavor names.
0: No. Um, well international people purchasing gatorade for me at the front desk at the downtown hostel. yes can i
1: get a fountain blast powerade and i'm
0: like which color is that
1: what color do you want this is america just, you- this is america
0: make it easier just tell me which one you want
1: <laughs> so okay yeah so moving on from our shit our shit talk from our shit talk. Okay, so let's talk about you. You just recently moved to Nashville.
0: Yeah, I moved here on mm-hmm. July first this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so right before the Fourth of July. Yeah, right. So be-
0: that's my favorite holiday. Fourth mm-hmm. of July. So the perfect, the perfect timing. The perfect time.
1: One of the one hundred people to move to Nashville a day.
0: Are you for real? Yeah, something like that. Holy shit! I don't know where they all live, but. Well, Antioch, where I live, mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, yeah, probably a lot of people spilling into Antioch and East. I would love to live in East Nashville. That place is beautiful.
1: Yeah, East because it's it's very funny who you talk to because it's just gentrification all yeah. starting there. And so you like, and so people's like, yeah, I went to this place out in East, East Nashville, was like in the ghetto. I'm like, no, no. the gentrified part, <laughs> <laughs> the nice part of the ghetto. The gentrified. <laughs> it's either been gentrified because like, was it now? We when everyone thinks of like Brooklyn, they think of like yeah. Like this hipster suburb, and then now they think of, and then but it used to be like this this huge it used to be that's where like Biggie as fuck. was from. Like, was it really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think Jay Z too. Really? Yeah, but I don't think Jay Z is ghetto at all.
0: I don't think he's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's married to Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's doing all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. <laughs> he took her last name. It's like Jay Z Beyonce? Jay Z or like with Jay Z? Jay Z Knowles? That. Knowles Carter. Wow. Because mm-hmm. they both just go by their first name, so it doesn't really matter.
0: I honestly thought that Beyonce was her last name.
1: <laughs> nah, I, um, But yeah, you moved here from where? Louisville. I moved here
0: from Columbia, Missouri. and so uh, I went to the University of Missouri there and graduated in 2016.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so, let me think here, because for those of you who don't know where Columbia, Missouri is, I know where it is. I've been there many times. But tell you should tell everyone...
0: It, it is worries. right in the middle of the state, two hours out two hours away from Kansas City and two hours away from St. Louis. so on I like I to Saturday. consider Columbia the middle of nowhere, and yep. then, you really have to dr- want to go there mm-hmm. to get there,
1: and my parents who live in Kirksville, I like to tell everyone they it's like an hour and a half from the middle of nowhere,
0: yep, that then, sounds about right
1: so so and then if you talk about anywhere else from Kirksville, like as cousins who live there. in like you don't need to <laughs> it's like. If they live like a half hour outside of Kirksville, it's like, so it's a half hour outside an hour and a half of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so
0: do you not care for Kirksville either? No, yeah, I, I don't care for not, Columbia that much. Not
1: too much. Yeah. yeah. It's just Missouri towns. I think it's small towns. It just makes Missouri. you jaded.
0: Yeah. From what I've discovered. That was kind of the black sheep for moving away. Mm-hmm. My family were like, why are you moving to Nashville? And I was like, to do music. They're like, what's for you there? And I'm like, a lot more than here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because was it was the last time I remember, like the music scene in Columbia was a little snooty. Does it changed a little bit? Snooty.
0: Okay. Um, two of the venues closed um, while I was in college, and then the only two that were still open were booked by the same guy. And I used to work at them, and mm. uh, when I quit, I kind of all of my work became his work. So mm-hmm. he doesn't like me now, so I never got to play at those places. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so
1: yeah, there, there. It's a really weird scene there. I just remember that, and so it's, it's an like, in
0: crowd scene for sure. And you yeah. have to know the guy, and he has to like you.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, like, that's
0: a lot of the business, anyways. But
1: and now, like I hear like music venue shutting down, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Uh, they probably did this to themselves.
0: Yeah, 100%. like honestly,
1: it's like. I don't know if like someone like goes to McDonald's and be like, hey, I'd like to order a cheeseburger and then they just ignore you. They ignore you? <laughs> like literally what it is, like, why are we not doing business well? <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm literally trying like trying to give I will you play the,
0: for free if you just let me work for tips. Here's the product you want
1: here. I'd like to buy this product. No.
0: <laughs> you can't. Go away.
1: Why won't anyone buy my product?
0: <laughs> yeah, the guy told me I could play at the uh, small venue. Uh, the seat's 200. Mm-hmm. If I could sell 100 tickets <laughs> at 10.30 on a Tuesday night during the Mizzou finals week. <laughs> so he let me put on a show, a free show with two other guys, and 40 people came or something. Like, it was enough people for a to Tuesday the, night. To the crowd, yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're never playing here again. I was like, Who <laughs> did, you couldn't get a great band in Columbia to bring 100 people on a Tuesday <laughs> night. Who's going out on a Tuesday night expecting a lot of people to come to a concert?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like – because now, like, you know, i lived here for, like, over a year. I've been – I'm seeing, like, you know, actually how people, like, operate and get people to go to shows. It's like, you can't expect to get 100 people. No. Like, like I don't even think, like – yeah, you have to be, like, at least on a big label enough, like, and been touring for, like, years. Years. You even to get – like, in a like, town like Columbia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long of a notice did he give you to do this? Four weeks. Four weeks. Okay. I mean,
0: so I had I had a month to do press for it and everything, and still forty people came.
1: Forty people came, and you wanted a hundred yeah. people. He wanted a hundred people, and he didn't sell any of the tickets, right? Didn't sell any of the tickets. He didn't. He, he expected on. you to he do. Cl- yeah. Okay. So all yeah. he
0: did was open the door.
1: So yeah, like I I don't know what. I would like to have, like, an a- actual music venue owners, like, come on the show to actually, like, talk about, like, operating a music venue and why, the, the like, why you wonder, everything. like,
0: why am I why am I not doing well? <laughs> like, you got to have people. I'm like, yeah, sure, you want to make money and you only want to have people who are going to make you money, but you got to roll the dice sometimes. Well,
1: even if it's, like, you, I mean, like, a lot of people here, if when, like, with music and money here, they're yeah. just straightforward about it. Like, they'll just tell you up front, all right, here's what it is. And then just, like, you can, like, if you don't want to do it, then, yeah, let's move on. Yeah. But, uh, like, they're, they're like, I mean like most of the time they're not going to pay the artist or, like, whatever we make at the door or whatever you sell I'm like, if you think it's, like, a shitty artist, like, and you're like, all right, well, you know, something could happen. Here's Tuesday night, like, a shitty night of the week to host a band, like, to be playing a show. I hope you can get some people to come out. Uh,
0: good luck. Yeah, the only places in town you can hope for people to come out on a Tuesday night are on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And that's the people who are on vacation to go do this shit.
1: Yeah. The one, the one time I got drunk on Broadway was...
0: I've done it twice, and it, neither time was good.
1: No. I spent way too much money. I think I
0: spent yeah. 50 bucks on shots, and then... Yeah, because like a Budweiser's, like, seven bucks.
1: Yeah, I was like, I just <laughs> got paid for a song. Time to buy everyone <laughs> time shots. To,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> the only place I will go... It's called Paradise Park mm-hmm. because you can get a pitcher of beer for six dollars.
1: That is a place I might go.
0: Yeah, it's a trailer resort, mm-hmm. so there's lawn chairs and the bar is carpeted, so it's it's a trashy bar. Why but, would you
1: why would you make a bar? Because like, I'm pretty sure I've dropped I dropped like two drinks that one time I went down on Broadway. <laughs> like, why would you make it carpet? Because like, if it's if it's like a wet substance. What's your you go to a- drink though?
0: Um uh Jameson Neat. Jameson Neat. Mm-hmm. I like a Jameson ginger beer. It's
1: not bad. Sometimes you just want to neat.
0: Uh You don't want to you don't want to waste your time getting to the source.
1: Mhm. He's got to drink. But if you're like part Irish like me, like it doesn't Jameson doesn't take effect as easily.
0: Really? Mhm. Um I'm taking a temporary hiatus from alcohol because of the last time I was on Broadway. Yeah, that it makes you Um I think I had 14 beers. And then um, I was with these two girls and they went – or the three of us went to a dive bar and they bought six Irish car bombs Ooh. for the three of us. There we go. Yeah. And it went from beer drunk to I don't remember.
1: My problem when I was on Bravo because I was with my friend Curtis and then his sister and two of her friends. Uh-huh. And so what would happen is they would get a drink, drink a little bit of it didn't like it, then I had to be the man to finish it off.
0: Because you're not going to let a drink go I'm to waste. Gonna,
1: I'm not going to do that to the bartender. You're like, this was eight bucks. I was like, we're not going to. And then I remember because that night, I remember little bits and pieces of it. Um, yeah, and they're like, can you finish this for me? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then at one point like we were at a bar and like I had a drink, half drink and I was just kind of a little drunk and like I was out there the guy's like, the, the bouncer's like, just get a lid for it, you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> not i can't even remember the bar so i'm not gonna
0: no people working downtown i get asked all the time what are the best bars to go to and i'm like not downtown go anywhere else
1: literally yeah literally go
0: anywhere else you're gonna hear i i was at uh the stage downtown a couple of days Mm -hmm. ago and um i was with a girl and she was from uh massachusetts Mm -hmm. and she was like what kind of stuff do they play here and i was like It will be uh, one of three songs, either Living on a Prayer, Wagon Wheel, or Chicken Fried. And lo and behold, the first song they played when we got upstairs was Wagon Wheel.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to hear that. Yeah. It's the most prominent of all the country songs. I went to, was it, because the the one bar I do remember we went to was at the Honky Tonk. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was uh, Hong Kong Central. Yeah, and they played like Paramore, Ramley, and oh then they my did Switch Out of mine. So just, it's so all that <laughs> stuff. I'm just like, I'm getting into this. But the band was half assing it, but it was a Tuesday night, so I would be half assing it. I would half ass <laughs> it. I would, a I would be half assing it. For those of you who come to Nashville, go downtown to the bars. Uh, they're probably half assing it. You know why? Because, you know, when you go to hear Day Job and Half-Ass It, they're doing the same (laughs) thing. They're doing the same
0: thing, but (laughs) it's 2 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except it's night, and you're drinking. Have you ever played on Broadway? No. Do you have any desire to do that? No. (laughs) Absolutely not. No, that is off the table. That's. I'm uh. part of the Yep Nashville community Mm -hmm. group, and um, a girl sent me a Facebook message. She's like... Hey, I saw your post. Um, would you be interested in like playing some gigs on Broadway with me? And I was like, absolutely not. Oh, if
1: it was with someone else, I could do that. But
0: oh, you don't want to do it's, it it's solo. Ra-
1: No, there's the was it? There's a situation I could do it. It's like there's like weird temperaments. Like if it's yeah. for someone for someone else, like who's actually like an actual artist, I could yeah. do it. But if it's like just for my living or whatever, like just a random bar yeah. band.
0: I don't know yep. if I have the stamina to play a four-hour show.
1: I've done, I've done it before. Really? It's not bad. You just gotta hydrate <sighs> God. and not yell.
0: Hydrate, yeah, not yell. And that's not gotta be important. Drink a ton. Not drink. Not
1: drink a ton. My problem is because when I do karaoke, is I'll drink a ton and then yell
0: <laughs> and then go do karaoke. And
1: then so like then I do karaoke and it's like why is my voice dead the next day? What's your
0: go-to karaoke song?
1: Um, Uptown Funk.
0: Uptown Funk, you up?
1: God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. So I think we've gotten off topic. So you released a new album, from what I saw. Yeah, I released
0: a... an album in April mm-hmm. uh, called Tonic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote it through the last two years of my uh, mm-hmm. college experience. Kind of, I kind of half-assed my writing and my recording uh, process. And then um, when I got out of school, December of 2016. I was like, all right, canceling Netflix, canceling my cable subscription at home, only doing productive music work now. Mm -hmm. And um, I got it done in uh, five weeks Mm -hmm. and released it in April. And I have no idea how many I've sold. Not that many. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But, uh, yeah, it's not – having heard the music I've written since I moved to Nashville, I'm way more happy with the stuff that's happening now Because the album's really Mm. dark. Mm -hmm. Um, I went through a a breakup, and Mm -hmm. I was drinking a ton. Like the title track, uh, "Tonic," is about um, how I literally broke up with the girl because I liked drinking more than I liked her. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, when when that album came out, I was super relieved because it was like the end of an era, and it was like over all of that like shit that happened the last two years. (laughs) Yeah, so. I still play those songs sometimes, but I'm, like, trying to just write happy music now.
1: hmm Yeah. I don't know. Happy music. But, yeah, so, yeah, tonic. And so, th- it's just about alcohol, that there's no other, like, hidden meaning um, behind?
0: there, um, the primary themes of the album are, uh, I sing a lot about love, a lot about booze, um... And then at the end of each of my uh, – th- I've released two albums uh, solo. The first one I recorded, uh, I called uh, R&R, and I released it under the band The Arcadians. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of each of my albums, what I'm doing, I'll, I'll put out uh, eight or nine or ten tracks, and then whatever the last track is, it's going to be a totally different genre than the previous tracks. Yeah. And then the genre of the last song is going to precurse the genre of the next album.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, – R&R was called Rock and Roll so it was really yeah. heavy and then the last song was uh soft acoustic song and then soft acoustic song leads to soft acoustic album mm-hmm. and then soft acoustic album ends with uh folk kind of country stuff. Okay. And that's where I'm I've, so you're working, yeah, you're I've working fallen on. into it now. Yeah. By accident almost.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I'm in the weird spot with the country music though cuz I I like cuz now I'm doing like the weirdest trying to make the weirdest stuff. Yeah. So like the complete opposite of country. <clears throat> Like we're no, we're no, not
0: part of the giant machine that yeah, is country pop.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll write with people for it, but I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, or I'll record it, but I'm not gonna write it just to make a good album. Have you
0: done any writers rounds or anything in town? Uh,
1: yeah, I did. Was it? I'm doing more. I'm working on more right now, but I did the Bluebird one.
0: I did most the most notable ones.
1: So that one's fun. Um, that's the one most notable. The other ones I don't think are very big. Yeah. They're okay.
0: I heard Harry Styles played at Belcourt Taps a couple days ago. Yeah. No, oh, he was at the Ryman. He was at the Ryman, and then he played a private show at Belcourt Taps unannounced.
1: That would have been cool.
0: Yeah. I would have gone to that. His yeah. new album's dope. I haven't even listened to it. It's really good. It's, do you recommend uh, it? Yeah. Okay.
1: All their solo stuff's way better than like the One Direction stuff. Of
0: course. that's but I think pot- they because
1: splitting up, like let them just do whatever the hell they wanted.
0: Yeah. Instead so. of being controlled by whatever. hmm marketing people which really is nice trolling. because
1: you can do whatever you want now with music yeah. and they got the fame and so all they need to do is do whatever the hell they want with it that
0: is the incredible <laughs> thing about like it's part of the mm-hmm. shitty part of music right now but mm-hmm. also the incredible part is that it allows people who otherwise would never have been able to put out music to mm-hmm. do so and granted we get a lot of terrible music but we're also getting so much mm-hmm. good music now
1: I mean if you go to SoundCloud you can hear like a ton of bad
0: you <laughs> music can hear hey can I send you my SoundCloud demo no He's like, yeah, I'm looking
1: for new music recommendations. Yo, check out my SoundCloud. My yeah. mixtapes up there. <laughs> I got my mixtape on SoundCloud. And it's just <laughs> this, oh, I can't stand anything produced in FL Studio. No. I can't. If you if you tell me it's like I use FL Studio, I'm like, I'm, you're not you're not a real <laughs> Not yeah. because you use a PC cuz you can use a PC and make good music, but not with FL Studio. No. I've r- I've heard very few things Come get FL Studios, and then those producers that did make it switch mm-hmm. to something else because <laughs> they like, "It's like this kind of sucks." <laughs> most notably, I have one friend; he was in FL Studio, now he's in Studio One. Yeah, so I'm like, he likes that so much more.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, my my music that I'm writing now, I'm mm-hmm. trying to focus a lot more on my lyric content. Yeah, because um, when I, I I grew up listening to like Led Zeppelin, Van yeah. Halen, um, where it's all guitar and music-driven. Yeah. So um, no, being here in Nashville, I know people are actually listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to write words that people will either, one, remember, or, two, have some kind of like response to yeah. emotionally or mm-hmm. physically, maybe. Um, so I wrote a song called uh, Alive in July, and it's the first love song I've ever written that's not to a girl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, it's a song I wrote to the city of Nashville cause mm-hmm. it just made me feel so much better than I was all mm-hmm. through college. Mm-hmm. It was like this weight had been lifted off of my yeah. shoulders. Something about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, love songs. I I can't write love songs a lot anymore. I don't know. Really? I don't know. Maybe I wrote too many. Maybe I think they're just too, when I try to write on, I think they're just too cheesy. Mm-hmm. So that's my problem. I don't know. I might get over that. Yeah. But I don't know, because then I like think it was like the stars, the moon, and the sun, and, like the <laughs> the most shittiest things to like write a song about. It's the like, most
0: cliche bullshit you can mm-hmm. pump into a song.
1: Or if it's like a love song, it has like a sad element to it. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. But yeah, so working on new music.
0: Working on new music. Mm-hmm. I'm actually. Um, I just booked my first writer's round today. Nice. I'm playing at a. Place on Demonbre in downtown called South, all South. capital letters.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then I've been co-writing with um, this. I mentioned earlier the woman Jan Buckingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the '80s, she uh, wrote songs for Whitney Houston and mm-hmm. Tim McGraw and uh, Rick Springfield and okay. Pam Tillis. So that's cool. Um, she's written tracks for a bunch of people. And I, when I went over to her house the other day, she had six gold records on her wall and a, <laughs> and a double platinum. And I was like, oh, my God, do you, you have that? She goes, yeah, so? it's like, that's physical proof of music what's the, what's success. What's the house look like? Uh, um, this is her uh, Nashville house. Oh, okay. So that. She has a Los Angeles house.
1: Okay. Well, then. That yeah, she, a good thing.
0: she lived in L.A. for 20 years and moved here, I think, in 2009 or something and bought a house. And when she's not here, she Airbnbs it out. Okay. Um, it looks like it l- is from 1980, though. Carpet everywhere. Bathroom, kitchen. It's like one giant piece of carpet throughout the entire okay. house. It's like my old apartment. She calls it the Duck House.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Sweetest woman ever. Beautiful <laughs> lyricist. Um, so mm-hmm. I've been working with her. And um, I have a buddy down in Murfreesboro mm-hmm. um, who was actually the keyboardist in my first band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hadn't seen him in years. And I went back to my high school back in August to see one of my teachers. And,
1: uh, well, let's be honest, freshman girls.
0: And, yeah, who who doesn't want to go just see the, the children?
1: Keep getting older, but they're <laughs> the, they the same age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> eagles, man. <laughs> Um, I went back there, and one of the teachers was like, you know uh, you know that guy? He's down in Murfreesboro. I was like, I haven't seen him mm-hmm. in years. He goes, yeah, give him a call. So I called him, and um, turns out he's a grad student there, and he has to shoot a documentary video mm-hmm. uh, for a musician this fall, and he's going to shoot one for me. So he's doing a documentary about a song I wrote uh, called Eleanor Rose. Okay. Um, cool story behind the song. Um, this past April, I went to uh, I went on a road trip by myself. I drove mm-hmm. like just shy of five thousand miles mm-hmm. um, in Utah. I was camping in Moab outside of Arches National Park, and um, there was a sandstorm that night. Mm-hmm. And I did not have a sandproof tent, and <laughs> um, it was the worst. The next morning, I was shovel hand shoveling sand out of it out of I the would tent. I just slept in the car. <laughs> it didn't occur to me that it could have gotten into my car. <laughs> I I literally just pulled the blanket and the sleeping bag over my head and hoped that I didn't blow away. Mm-hmm. Um, because the guy t- next to me did blow away. I think there was like 60 mile an hour winds for a while. Ugh. It was shit.
1: That's like sand in your... Was if you have friends like kind of acting annoying, you like you got sand in your vagina, <laughs> and so like someone could have literally gotten sand in their
0: vagina. Literally could have gotten sand in their vagina. But
1: I think this is the most cursing we've done on I've done on a episode. So I'm sorry. They all say like clean, and so I'm hoping to see what happens. Cool. It's, it's more like my experiment I'd be like if I just keep
0: every just episode see is what clean. See what happens. <laughs> you're gonna have to get that red explicit tag.
1: I know, like yeah, and some of them do. I just I'm like you know let's just put it clean. <laughs> Why not? Like, see what happens.
0: If someone reports it, you'll be like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Was like, One of these Christian I forgot. <laughs> it, slipped, it slipped through the wires. Won't happen again.
1: Yeah, sorry. We we asked for forgiveness from God. <laughs> we did our push-ups or whatever God makes you do. <laughs> to, to make ten you, Hail Marys. Ten Hail Marys, four push-ups, three jumping jacks.
0: <laughs> and, then a, and then a quick slip through the hair, and then you're just <laughs> bow your hands and, and you, say, you, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Pass the food.
1: So, we're getting near the end of our episode. What I like to do, I always ask, like to ask everyone their best drinking story. And so... Best
0: drinking story. Um, it's not a trashy drinking story. It's not a a, a vomit and gross. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my best friend, Matt Ellis, is a photographer down in New Orleans now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and I lived together through college. And um, when he was moving out, we... Moved all of his stuff into his, like, parents' house, into the truck and everything, and our apartment was bare-ass naked, and um, it was our last night there. We were like, we should go out and get a beer, and neither of us had any money, and like a gift from God, I opened up the fridge, and there were two Budweiser tall boys, and we we just sat on our deck and drank those— and it was just this really cathartic experience of, like, saying goodbye to my best friend. <laughs> um, well, that wasn't funny at all. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no—I do have funny drinking stories, but most of them in just vomiting into the dishwasher.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's better than other places. Yeah. I had a friend once. He just, like, threw up on himself. I'm like— Have you ever been backpacked?
0: Do you know what that is?
1: And is? I'm assuming someone throws up on your back or— No.
0: It's when you drink so much that someone puts a backpack full of textbooks on you so you can't roll over and choke on your vomit. Oh. No, I'm usually That happened the first time I blacked out.
1: I sleep on my stomach, so I So you just you're gonna die no matter what? I'm gonna die no matter. (laughs) I think what Because you sleep on your I don't
0: know how I'm smarter than smarter than the fall asleep when I have to vomit I sleep on my stomach too. I've been doing this thing where I sleep under my arm. Um (laughs) And I wake up, and I'm like, I can't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I can't feel anything.
1: That's when you touch yourself. That's when you touch That's yourself. It's like a ghost <laughs> hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you ever sit on your hand and then wait for it to go dead and then masturbate? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> like, Try. you ever tried it? Yeah. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can now have sex with my daughter.
0: God. <laughs> I can't wait someday for like... Like kids or family members to hear this shit and they're just going to like be repulsed at the stuff we say when we're not around our families.
1: Oh no, I'm, I'm going to let my kids know.
0: No, they're never going to get to hear this stuff.
1: All right, you're going to listen to every episode. We start with episode one. Start with one. you are going to see the progression of the podcast getting better. <laughs> and then once you're all done with that.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Who's your dream guest to have on this podcast?
1: Dream guest, I would, I would like to have uh, Jack Antonoff off of Bleachers and Fun. Okay. Um, recently I've kind of wanted to Post Malone on the show. Uh, that's cool. Let's see who else do I want? Anyone really? Um, and see who who I really like. Um, Bruce Springsteen would be a good one.
0: That'd be a good one. Um, The Boss.
1: Paul McCartney, but I feel like that would be impossible forever.
0: I think it might be impossible in forever.
1: Yeah, I think that would be in, more likely to get Springsteen than, yeah. Springsteen would be like, all right, here's what you – they would just give me, like, some like some list of things I can't say. <laughs> and they'd be like, all right, here you go.
0: You can't talk about jerking off with Bruce Springsteen, Yeah, Yeah, you
1: can't talk and <laughs> jerking off with Bruce Springsteen. That could be
0: the episode title. That could be the <laughs> Let's episode turn title. Turn everyone off completely. But, no, thanks so much for having me on, man. This Dude, has been great. I no really
1: problem. Where can everyone check out your shit?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. If 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 you shit green, try to figure out where it came from.
1: Have your grandma take it out. <laughs> Have your grandma take fork. It out. But like, <laughs> like your music, that shit. Where can we find that?
0: Um, I'm on Spotify and iTunes. My website is uh, mm-hmm. Um That's spelled S C H I L B. Decidedly not Schlib, which most people think. Has is anyone my bought list. the
1: domain to that? Schlib. Yeah.
0: No, I probably should, mm-hmm. and then just route it to my website.
1: Route it to just make it like a fake Mike Pence website. Fake website, yeah. Because his website right now is, I think I don't know if it's still hacked, but it's just like Pence Christ twenty twenty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm on social media. All of my my handles are at the Aaron Shilb. I did manage to get continuity there across mm-hmm. all platforms. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pornhub. N- not on Pornhub. I. Ha- I use a different one for that. X-Video? X, that is my X-Videos account. X-Video, okay. X-Videos. So them. if you want to see my favorites list on X-Videos, go search that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, porn, favorite porn stars, uh, Minecraft hacks, and all that. So I guess that's how we'll end this episode today with jerking off and uh, <laughs> Minecraft porn. So check out more shows like this one at wafflebuttmedia.com. And like always, stay awesome.
2: CJ